This is Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan, and your host on Ask BBB is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. Thanks, Jim, and good morning, everyone. If you're considering a short-term payday loan, don't do it until you've heard the tips from BBB.org coming up later on the program. That'll be right after we talk to Asad Eldick of Armour Shield Roofing. He'll tell us about things we wouldn't notice about our roof without an expert inspection. Finding an apartment in London today is quite different than it was in 1955. Jacqueline Pizarczyk is Executive Vice President of Bluestone Properties and joins us now to look back and to look ahead at the rental property market. Jacqueline, thanks for joining us on Ask BBB this morning. Thank you for having me, Jennifer and Jim. Bluestone Properties is a London business that traces its roots to a duplex apartment on Springbank Drive, built by Ewald Beerbaum in 1955. What has remained constant in the apartment market, and what would you say has changed over the years? That's a great question, and this morning I actually reached out to my father, Bernie Beerbaum, who is the founder of Bluestone Properties, just to make sure that I was able to include more of a history than what I've been a part of. One thing that stayed this the same is the strong rental market in the London community. It's a very interesting area in London where there's, there's three main um, areas that are pulling a demographic from the hospitals, the university, Western and Fanshawe College. And also because London is the largest city in southwestern Ontario, it pulls a lot of immigrants to the city. And all three of those different demographics are strong with the rental market. And that's why you see more rental development in London than any other city, including the GTA. So it's been a very interesting market here in London, and it has been since the 50s. Some of the things that have changed, of course, as I'm sure you would notice, is with new apartment buildings come new designs, new amenities. They, As they've evolved, they become safer with, with more strict regulations, the higher fire suppression systems, which just make it safer for the residents. But it's very similar, surprisingly, to what it was um, 50 years ago. Jacqueline, you mentioned amenities in some of these apartment buildings. What are those amenities that people are expecting now as things have become more modern? So in terms of expectations, there's really a focus on the basics um, just to start. Um, Parking has been a big one. Not everyone can provide the level of parking that the demand would request. So that's something for us, we know that we have a competitive advantage on, but that is something that uh, your typical renter would like to have the availability of one or sometimes more vehicles per unit. What we're starting to see is upgrades to existing apartments. So um, renovated kitchens, renovated bathrooms, stainless steel appliances, solid surface countertops. Those are things that the higher end rental demographic has come to ex- uh, expect. Also, laminate or vinyl flooring, um, where carpet was the standard, those would be some in-suite amenities that, that are starting to become expected. Um, and then if you look at common area and common area amenities, things like Um, Bike storage is becoming more, more expected. Lockers, depending on the age of the properties, may or may not have those. And some of the newer developments have some of the fun and exciting amenities, such as dog walks, dosh stations, car wash stations, rooftop patios, 
some of some of the more unique um, and even some of the highest end developments have things like um, movie theaters. Um, GM would be a basic one that is usually expected, especially during the last couple of years. There's been more of a move to working out where you live rather than going to the gym. So just to name a few of the in-suite amenities and the common area amenities. We've heard a lot about low vacancy rates. What would we find if we contacted Bluestone today to search for an apartment? Well, it it does depend on when someone would call. So the standard is when a tenant provides 60 days notice lately in the in the London market is within a couple days of receiving that notice, the apartment typically rents out. So I would advise someone that's looking to rent for apartment to be ahead of that 60 day period and try to get their interest in prior to the notice being given, that would help someone be ahead of the curve in terms of this kind, this um, competition in the marketplace that we're seeing. What is planned for the future of apartments then in London as things grow and change? Well, if you drive around and look around London, you'll notice a lot of tower cranes. There's more um, apartment buildings being developed. There's more condo buildings that are being developed that can be leased out. So it, it will be interesting to see if that provides enough units to slow down that, that leasing. But like I mentioned earlier, it's such an interesting rental market in London that really in in the past, it doesn't matter how many new apartment buildings that they can add, the demand is strong. Jacqueline, what are some of the things that the apartment hunters should perhaps know about the landlord-tenant agreement? So I did consult with with, um, the team on this one, and this is an important one to know. There is now a standard lease within Ontario so first thing, um, if you're a renter, you should ensure that your landlord is is working with that standard lease. And in addition to that, there may be additional schedules or appendices to that lease. So for example, we are proud to partner, partner with the London Property Management Association, and they have um, an addendum that we participate in that includes clauses that aren't referenced in the standard lease. Um, So I would be, although it's a standard lease, I would be cautious as just to um, ask the questions and read through what the additional documentation is. Um, If you've never rented before, maybe reach out to somebody that has um, read through or, or reach out just to ensure that you're feeling comfortable with what you're signing. What would typically be included in the rental fee and are there other costs that a tenant should budget for? That's a great question. When in doubt, I would assume that the rental amount just includes the rent. It typically also includes water and gas, but more standard, um, and we certainly do this at our properties, is we all of our properties have um, electricity submetered, which means the tenant is paying their own elect- electricity bill. And even some of the older properties are moving in this direction. So it, that would be a great question to ask. Am I paying my own hydro or is hydro included with the lease? Parking would be another good one. What parking is available at what rate? How many vehicles can fit? I would also ensure that you have a quote or budgeting for your renter's insurance, which is a requirement by the landlord. That would be that would be the the basics um, that I would be looking for. Can you share with us what BBB accreditation means to your business and to your clients? Absolutely. 
Being an accredited BBB member is very important to us, especially as a landlord. It represents the the trust in the relationship and knowing that there's an opportunity for bringing any issues you have forward, um, knowing that they're resolved in an appropriate and timely manner. And just, I mean, at Bluestone values are so important to us. So it was easy for us to make the decision to um, participate in the accreditation program with BBB. Um, There's a lot of landlords out there and it's a very um, sensitive relationship between a resident and a tenant. And once you lock into that lease, it's a long-term relationship. So it's important to be able to trust the landlord that you're working with. Um, And we find that having that accreditation just speaks to the quality and value that we would like to provide to our tenants. So it is very important to us. Jacqueline, I want to thank you for taking time this morning to chat with us on Ask BBB and share uh, Bluestone's experience in the rental market and what's coming up for the future. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. We've been talking with Jacqueline Pizarchuk, the Executive Vice President of Bluestone Properties. And you can learn more about their A-plus rating and link to their website and social media pages when you find their listing in the BBB directory at bbb.org. Replace your roof before you have to place a bucket. Stay tuned to learn more. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask BBB, a program that brings you information from and about accredited businesses so that you can make better decisions about goods and services that you're buying. Your host is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. We count ourselves lucky when we have a roof over our heads, and even luckier if it does not leak. However, having a roof that doesn't leak shouldn't be left to luck. Asad Eldik, president of Armor Shield Roofing, joins us now. Good to have you join us, Asad. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Jim. Asad, are there some indications that a roof should be replaced that a homeowner might not notice? Uh, Yes, actually, there's many indications, but we'll talk about a few of them that the the customer could see uh, himself or herself. For example, if you start noticing curling of shingles, lifting of the shingles, loss of shingles in high winds where you're always calling for little repairs for somebody to come and do a little patch here and there, Um, excessive shedding of granules. If you see a lot of granules falling down and after every heavy rain, you you notice a lot of granules on your deck or front yard. Um, And of course, if you have a leak, if there's a leak, you need to uh, check that leak. And when you get the professional opinion, they might tell you the leak is maybe due to something minor or maybe it's related to the age of the roof that you need to deal with. Asad, when you and your team do an inspection, are you able to give a homeowner an estimate of how much longer their roof would be stable? Yes and no. The yes is the last few years of the life expectancy of the roof, the roof ages exponentially. Because as soon as you start getting these cracks, fine cracks, where the water is entering in the winter time when the snow is melting, then at night that water freezes and when water freezes it expands so as soon as the water is penetrating those shingles in the last couple of years of the life expectancy and the water expanding when it freezes it will shatter those shingles so you'll see that the last 
two, three years, shingles age exponentially. So basically, the good indication is we replace the roof, let's say a customer will tell you, I, when did you replace it? 10 years ago. So how you look at the quality of the shingles and you say, these were shingles that are supposed to give 25 years. But in Canada, and due to the weather elements, they give anywhere from 12 to 15. And we installed them 10 years ago. So you, you have an indication to tell the customer, you know what, you still have from my own experience with those shingles, those shingles supposedly they should give you 15 years. And because you installed it 10 years ago, so you have anywhere from three to five years left. And speaking of roofing products, there are several choices out there for consumers. How do you help that homeowner select the right choice for their home and their budget? That's a very good uh, question, Jennifer. About when I first started the business, we had only two main manufacturers that were available here in Canada for us. But as the time moved on, we, we got a lot more products coming from the U.S. And now we have many, many different lines that you could choose from. It's really a hard task for a consumer to know what product to use, but definitely a little bit of research and using a good and reputable company could definitely help you in choosing the right product. Uh, definitely when you're replacing your roof, do not install a mediocre product or a bottom of the line product. Why? Because the cost in a roofing project includes many items. It includes removal of the shingles, the labor, the disposal, the profit, and so on. So really, when you upgrade the shingles to a better shingle, you really not, it, it, it won't add a lot to the equation of the cost of the roof. So definitely go for the best product that you can. The last uh, 10 years, we had the introduction of the fiberglass laminate shingles to the market where the shingles now are made from a fiberglass base. And these shingles, the manufacturers give them a limited 50 year life warranty, which again, in Canada, in my opinion, they don't last 50 years. So a good formula to use is divide that number in two in our region here. Um, in my opinion, always go for the best product line you can and you will never regret it. In addition to stipulating the type and color of the shingle to be applied, what are some of the other items that should be part of that roofing contract? A roofing contract should include many items, but it should be easy to read contract where it should include all the items that are being installed on the roof. So for example, the drip edge, the ice and water membrane, the synthetic membrane that goes all over the roof, ice and water membrane that will go under valleys. Uh, what I, uh, encourage all consumers is to look for all the items that need to be installed on the roof to be documented on the quote, as well as what is going to be done and how is it going to be done? How do you protect the property of the consumer? How do you protect the neighbors and so on? How to take their cars out of the garage so you're not putting the disposal bin and locking their car in the garage? And how kids should not go outside to play when items are falling down from the roof. So there's a lot of items that will go on the contract, but there's also a lot of discussion that should be done with the customer verbally as well. And on a typical roof, how long does the project usually take from start to finish? That's a very good question. That depends on the size of uh, the crew and the company that you're dealing with. But an average roof should take about a day if you have a big crew, day and a half. 
to two days. That's an average house. But again, in London, the last 20 years, if you look when you're driving around, you'll see all these steep roofs. Um, even with a big crew on these big roofs, sometimes it might take you three to four days, sometimes five days. But you know, on an average house, I would say a good crew should be able to do it in two days. Saad, how much should a homeowner budget for replacing their roof? Two years ago, <laughs> I could <laughs> give you a, a number, but will you believe me if I say that the last two years, the pricing of roofing material just about doubled, and in some instances on certain products, more than doubled? There's roofs that will cost anywhere from about $7,000 up to about, we're doing roofs that are $70,000 and $80,000. Again, if you go into an average roof right now, maybe on a, you know, the, the roofs that will take a couple of days to do, it will be anywhere between nine to $14,000. Assad, what does BBB accreditation and involvement mean for your company and for your clients? You know, that's a question that is really dear to my heart. In 2012, we won the Better Business Bureau Business Integrity Award, and we won many awards through the years, but that award is what is dear to my heart because it talks about integrity. And to have uh, a good rating with the BBB definitely helps the consumer pick the right company to do the work for them, and they can feel assured that the work is going to be done. And if by any chance something happens, because sometimes, you know, in, in, in things go wrong at work, they can also be assured that there is the BBB there to go and help them resolve that issue with the accredited business. So since I started my business many years ago, I always considered the BBB as a partner and I will always continue to do that because it's my association with the BBB, in my opinion, that really got me going the first five, six years in my business to accelerate my business and get to be known. And I partnered myself with the BBB with every customer that I spoke with uh, since the first day I started my business. Well, thank you, Assad, for sharing that insight into the BBB accreditation and for sharing your expertise on roofing solutions for your consumers. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jim. Our guest has been Asad Eldick, the president of Armor Shield Roofing, a BBB accredited business with an A-plus rating and recipient of the BBB Integrity Award in 2012. Don't take that short-term payday loan until you've reviewed information on the BBB website. And we're back with more on Ask BBB with Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Jennifer, payday or short-term loans have been around for a long time. Why the interest in them right now? Well, the interest is actually because of the interest, the amount that will be added to your original loan as you pay back. And the payday loan lenders often charge very high interest rates. What's an example? Well, a two-week payday loan with a $15 fee to borrow $100 translates to an annual percentage rate, or APR, of almost 400%. That's a huge jump from even a high-interest rate credit card, which has rates of about 30%. Well, like I said, this has been around a long time. Uh, is there anything new? New comes in how the lenders are targeting the new, younger audience through popular social media channels like 
TikTok, and Met. Don't they have rules restricting such ads? The lenders get around the rules by creating new names for their service and by calling interest rates by names like tip or fee and They make these loans look so easy. If you are young and you don't have access to cash or other types of credit, the less than scrupulous lenders will appeal to you by saying you don't need a credit check or paperwork to get the loan, and you can do it through their app. So the advice is don't believe everything you see on social media without doing further research. Of course, whenever you borrow money, you have to remember that you have to pay it back. And in this case, with really high interest rates, people get stuck in a debt cycle. So what are the alternatives? The BBB article suggests that you develop a budget that puts away money for an emergency fund. But if you are caught up in a debt cycle, get some debt counseling. And if you need a loan, shop around and compare those interest rates. You'll find tips on choosing a bank or credit union on the BBB.org website. And with that, we bring another edition of Ask BBB to a close. If you have any comments on what you've heard on today's program, we'd love to hear from you. And if there is a subject you'd like us to include, let us know. You can contact us at hashtag AskBBB and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews. And I'm Jim Swan. Remember, always look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business.